fans, Joe Vitale here back after a quick respite while I moved. This is Chicago Blackhawks Hockey Central. I am Joe Vitale. That is Skokes. And we're going to talk to you today about some of the younger cats that might be getting into the lineup, what they look like, a little preview of what they could bring to the table. And we're going to start by going with some forwards. Then we're going to go to some demon. And then finally, some goaltenders, the most important position in the game. Skokes, how are you doing? How was the 4th of July? I'm good, man. Uh, not much went on. Uh, just a little family gathering, you know, kept it safe. Uh, just a little little sparklers, a little poppets, but nothing serious. Yeah. Nice. It was all smooth. Yeah. Very cool. As long as everyone has all their fingers and toes. All right. that matters. Yep. All right. So we're just going to jump right in. Uh, Connor Bedard, he is the number one young guy because he is 17 years old. And on July 17th, he will turn 18 and he will then be able to sign his contract. He cannot sign his contract yet. Mm-mm. So, you know, what are you going to look for in Connor Bedard? Well, generational talent. I mean, the kid with was a captain last year in the Western Hockey League for the Regina Pats. 57 games played, 143 points, and seven games played in the playoffs for 20 points. I mean, what more is there to say? He did the World Junior Championship as well, and that was seven games played for 23 points, mm-hmm. and it was almost a record. Um, it wasn't quite there yet, but it was very close. Yeah, I think he... I think he moved in the top two. If he didn't pass up Lindros, I think it's him and Lindros for um, points in the World Juniors. So he's breaking records out there, man. At yeah. at that age too, it's 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 crazy. It's just wild to think about that he's still seventeen. That's just what I can't really get my head past. But. Um... Yeah, and so what you're going to expect with him, his shot compared to Austin Matthews, uh, quick, but not like a not like a burner, you know, not like anything crazy like a Nikolai Ehlers or, a, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to take it to the Blackhawks, a Victor Stahlberg, you know, mm-hmm. something like that where he's – I don't think he's that quick, but I do believe that he is very adequate in the speed department. Right. He's – you know what? He's he's pretty similar t- to Reichel, right? Like he doesn't have double A speed, but he, dude, his body movement, the way that he skates with the puck, it's playing fast with the puck. Like, sure, you you might be able to catch him right on on a breakaway if you have a speedy um, D man, but. If you're just trying to catch him th- throughout the ozone, uh, carrying the puck, dude, he's so just nimble. I mean, he is an e- elite skater, but the speed is, which is, you know, it's great speed, just not elite. But that's completely fine. It's completely fine. That smaller stature, everyone always likes to bring up his size. Always five ten. He's five ten. Mm-hmm. You know, well, when you when you are a little on the shorter side, you got that lower center of gravity. You've got that nimbleness. You've got that agility and that you can weave through people like Patrick Kane didn't get lit up all the time because of how nimble he was. Mm-hmm. You know, it's saying it's going to be almost kind of the same thing with Connor Bedard. So that's, 
that's Connor Bedard. I mean, I don't, I'm not entirely sure if there's anything else, much else to say. He's just a freak, plain and simple. And then this is going to bring us to our next guy, which is Lucas Reichel. And so Lucas Reichel, he's 21 years old, six foot 170, shoots left from Germany, played for the Ice Baron, Ice Baron Berlin, which if you remember, the Blackhawks played in their global series game in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, so last season for the the AHL Rockford Icehawks, 55 games played, 51 points. Uh, five games played in the playoffs with only one goal, which is a little – you don't really like to see that, right. that kind of freezing up, mm-hmm. um, not clutch. But um, he played 23 games for the Chicago Blackhawks with 15 points. I mean, yeah, this is, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. That's great pace, man. Um, even looking back at like 21-22 um, season, uh, 56 games played, 57 points, right, in Rockford. And he played 11 games um, up with the Hawks with just one assist. Mm. Um, so so that's obviously his rookie year. Yeah. Um, but when you look at last year, 22-23, just supplement that 15 points in 23 games, that's already a big step forward, man. Um, and that's at the NHL level. So you can't say that he's stagnant in development because that's an obvious um, improvement. That's a really big improvement. Oh, huge improvement. And you, you got to remember when he, in the 2021 season, he's playing in the Dell, you know, the mm-hmm. right. Deutsche, Deutsche Elite League. So right. that's international ice and it's a, it's a pretty different game. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, you know, if you're going from the Dell to the NHL, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're hard pressed for success, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you see that one assist, but right. then a point per game in AHL is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to see, uh, you see other guys like um, just off the top of my head, I'm I've got Tampa Bay lightning on the brain for some reason, like Alex Barry Boulay. He's mm-hmm. like over a point per game in the A and they're going to give him a look because of their salary cap constraints in the NHL. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you see that t- type of production point per game in the AHL, and then it's going to come to the NHL and you're probably going to be looking, it's going to drop of course, but you're still probably going to be looking at like a 0.6 per game, you know, point per game, maybe like a 0.55, 0.5. And that's, I mean, when for guys who are in the AHL like that, that's it's great to it's great to see that sort of growth in their development. Mm-hmm. And what's really impressive, uh, going back to the Dell, right? Um, going into his draft year, so uh, nineteen twenty, and then twenty twenty one, his points aren't off the charts, right? I mean, he's not, he's not shooting up the charts you know like a top five prospect um coming into the pre-draft process but uh so 1920 24 points in 42 games and in 2021 27 points in 38 games so small improvement but even going to the a ahl i mean he's doubling his points and in the doubled games um or 
pretty close to double, uh, 56 games, right? But to see that step in Rockford and then taking it up with the Hawks, I think we're going to have a sure top six player here with Reichel. I, I concur. His his speed and his agility, uh, really, really good puck handler and four checker, relentless, mm-hmm. he's been called. So um, I, I think we, we definitely have a top six top six player mm-hmm. in Lucas Reichel. And uh, I'm really excited to see him with the white or with the uh, <laughs> with the Blackhawks. I almost said White Sox. Nice, yeah, dude. He he can play baseball. No, he can't. He's not Michael Jordan. <laughs> um, I'm going to see him in the top six with the Blackhawks, probably at that two uh, L LW. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be good to see him uh, with the Blackhawks for the entire season. Yep, it's going to be interesting. And we can we can move on to Cole Gutman, which is like some of he's one of our favorite players. Mm-hmm. And um, in the in the preseason, he scored all of the Chicago Blackhawks goals. Yep. And unfortunately, he got a shoulder injury in the early in the early parts of the season and decided that he wanted to tough it out. And he did until he couldn't. And then he had to be shut down and then get some surgery. But he has got a great motor on him. Mm-hmm. He's a, a little on the taller side, I want to say. Oh no, he's not. Maybe smaller 10. size. Yeah, yeah, he is smaller. I mm-hmm. I must be confusing him with someone else. Mm-hmm. He looks like long, lean, and long. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so 5'10", 181, shoots right. Twenty four. He's from California. Always mm-hmm. love to see U.S. players, uh, especially from California. You know, that's the Gretzky effect. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he went to the University of Denver, four years at the University of Denver, and then he ended up with the C on his chest, over mm-hmm. a point per game on in his senior year. So 41 GP, 45 points, and uh, relentless, relentless guy. Mm-hmm. And even last year, right? Uh, so so jumping to the uh, Rockford Ice Hogs, yeah. he had – 30 points in 39 games. I mean, just taking that step. And yeah, he was 23 at the time. Um, so a little older of, of a prospect that, that we picked up from the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think it was. I think you're correct. Yeah. And just seeing that right off the bat, 30 and 39, he knows how he knows how to play the game the right way. And even going back to the preseason, right, he scored the only goals because he knows where to be, man. You know, most of these young kids during during the preseason, they they just want to show out, right? Like, I'm going to show what I can do. I'm going to skate the puck up, shoot it everywhere. But if you play the game right, play it smooth, the points are going to come your way, man. And uh, with the Hawks this year in 14 games, six points. Uh, four goals, two assists. So he he still contributes. I was gonna say that is nothing to scoff at. When you're going from mm-hmm. the NCAA, you you make the jump from the NCAA to the NHL, mm-hmm. and you're getting six points in fourteen. So you're half a point per game for all intents and purposes. I mean, I don't. That's that's awesome. That's great. Right. 
you know, not everyone's going to be a Kale McCarr and go from the NCAA into the NHL and then just be a stud. That just, it doesn't really happen that often. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really nice to see that he kind of, he took a, like a little bit of the, you know, the long road, mm-hmm. you know, going right. to four years of college. So he's got that degree to fall back on in case, any, you know, <laughs> the pro hockey doesn't work out for him, which I think it will, but yeah, yeah. Thinking ahead for sure. So I really like him as a player. I think he's going to be doing, he's going to be in that middle, middle six. Yeah. Top definitely. nine, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and this season for the Hawks. And I'm just, I'm stoked to see him because I think he, uh, I think he really wants to be in the NHL. And I think he's willing to do whatever it takes to stay there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. He's just a super spunky player out there. You know, like his first goal came on a two on one versus um, Toronto. And, nice. you know, a wide open passing lane, ready for the one T. But, hey, I'm going to keep the puck. I'm going to rip it top shelf. And that's my first initial goal. It's impressive, man. Uh, when you're hungry like that, it's it's a sign of good things to come, really. I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. So now we can shift from the forwards to the defensemen. And this is a this is a player that I really like. I'm really high on him. Isaac Phillips, mm-hmm. only 21 years old, 6'3", 194, shoots left. And uh, he's been in the system for a hot minute since 2020, mm-hmm. 2020, 2021. Rockford Icehogs, not much of like... I'm not going to say he's like a huge point getter because he's not. He's, he's more of a two-way guy. Mm-hmm. And then with that size, 6'3", he also likes to like muck it up a little bit, get a little physical, you know, face wash a couple dudes, mm-hmm. you know. And I just love that. I love those aspects of a player. Um, and he's he's a team guy. And he'll he'll stand up for his teammates and stuff, which I always appreciate because mm-hmm. um, I feel like if you're, you know, maybe say you're a little less skilled. This doesn't really apply to Isaac Phillips, but if you're a little less skilled, but you're a locker room guy and you stick up for your teammates, you know, you think of like a Revo, those types of right. players, like a, a Patrick Maroon. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say that Isaac Phillips is going to be either of those guys because those guys are forwards for one, uh, but. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them is a straight goon. So, um, but, you know, I I think he's a good locker room guy. I think he's a good two-way defenseman. And Mm -hmm. I think he's got nice, he knows where he needs to be and he's a scrappy player. And I just appreciate all those uh, attributes he has. Right. Even starting out in Rockford, right? Uh, Just board battling in the corners, retrieving pucks, man he doesn't lose a battle. He gets the puck, man, and starts uh, starts to break out, right? And over the last uh, two years, he has turned it up on offense. You know, and, and, and you might not say that his speed is very impressive, but, hey, he can move for 6'3". Six, six I mean, he can move. Um, even this past season, 16 games with the Hawks, uh, five points. Yep, five five points, one goal, four assists. But if you're watching him, um, during those games, he's carrying the puck up, man. Uh, he wants to push the offense. Yeah, and and that's great to see for for a big body player like that, just cr- creating the hole. Uh, 
that's great, man, that he's turning into like a playmaker. Yeah, I have seen lately, like more recently, Mm -hmm. him driving play, carrying the puck in, driving the net. I saw a filthy goal he did. He did one of those where he was like coming up the left wing boards, Mm -hmm. straight in on net. And he goes like to fake between the legs, and then he goes and he just wraps it around the goalie. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was it was so cool, just like drive the net, cut in front, put it in, bury it. Yeah, and I was like, that's a D man, dude. Like, what what's going on? <laughs> yeah, it it's impressive, you know, because I think he's starting to realize like I'm six three, I I have decent speed, but he could be nifty with the puck. He really can. Uh, uh, similar to like uh, Alex Vlasic, um, which we'll get into, but he's a nifty player, man, uh, for his size. Nice. Yeah. I And I also find it very interesting. He's Jamaican. He's Canadian Jamaican. Really? So he's from uh, Barrie, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I just, you know, you're not going to see a lot of Jamaican players in the league, you know? No. So I think that's exciting. Mm-hmm. And you just mentioned him, so we're going to go to him right now. Will Mets own Alex Vlasic, 6'6", mm-hmm. 198, shoots left, 22 years old, born June 5th, 2001. It's a young guy mm-hmm. whose cousin is Mark Edward Vlasic of the San Jose Sharks. Yep, veteran so, D-man. Veteran D-man, yeah. defensive defenseman, one of the better defensive defensemen, I think, of all time. Might be a little outlandish to say that, but I'm going to stick to it because why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he pulled three years at Boston University. Last year's junior year, he wore the A. Um, not a point getter at all in college, but so it looks like he's kind of following in his cousin's footsteps with that defensiveness. But in this 2022-2023 season with the Rockford Icehawks, he put up 19 points, two goals, 17 assists. And in the playoffs, he had five assists for five. So he was a point-per-game player in the playoffs. So that just means he's icy cold, Mm -hmm. ice in his veins in the playoffs. You'd love to see that clutch factor, that clutch gene. And you can can steadily see his – this was just his his first full year – in the AHL and he had 25 PIMS. So he also a little bit of a scrappy player. I mean, when you're six, six, one you know, you're definitely going to need an Italian beef summer here in Chicago, pack on those LBs. Mm-hmm. But I mean, six, six, you're, you're kind of looked towards to be that kind of, um, you know, defense deterrent. Mm-hmm. And you're you're the tower. You're you're over your overwatch over your guys. And he's been scrapping it up in the A and that's it's a tough league mm-hmm. down there. And uh, yeah, it's really nice to see that. Especially, you know, we got the leadership capabilities in college and now you see that leadership on the ice sticking up for the teammates. Mm-hmm. Uh, even. Even seeing him at development camp last year, um, so before the 2022-23 season, right? Uh, we saw him go coast to coast, man, just skating the puck. Uh, because I believe he was the only he was the only guy there that had some NHL time because he got a few games in with the Hawks toward towards the end right. of uh, 
So he really came came into camp just, I mean, like, I'm the guy, you know. I'm 6'6", six, six, right? I could skate. Yeah. But um, he's impressive, man. Uh, and I believe he broke his ankle um, in the early parts of the season, yeah. uh, 22-23, so last season. And he still played 56 games, man. He He came back. And I'm guessing 100% health, and he played very well. Yeah, that was a weird situation. I remember he, yeah, I think he was like, a, he like broke his ankle or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it got like infected, and then like it, it yeah. just turned into this cycle that it was like mm-hmm. he just couldn't catch a break. He had to, because he couldn't fit his foot into his skate. It was so mm-hmm. swollen and everything. So he was like, okay, well, I can't really do anything. And then mm-hmm. I think he was doing some off ice stuff in, in the meantime. So good to see that he got 56 games in the A. And I mm-hmm. think we're going to see him probably second pairing um, mm-hmm. up here in the NHL for the Blackhawks this season. Yeah. Yeah. I I think he's ready for it. You know, he, he has the size. He has the speed. He has the experience. Even go, uh, going back to do, uh, 21, 22. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be a player to watch this year. Uh, whether he's paired up with, I believe his first year was with Seth Jones on line one, but obviously that might not happen with, um, if Korchinski gets a few games in early, but maybe he does stay with, uh, line one or if he bumps down with Connor Murphy. Yeah. Um, that would be interesting to see. I see, Definitely. yeah, I see him with uh, Connor Murphy because uh, I mean the only thing I is kind of weird with that would be that Connor Murphy is like a two way guy, and then mm-hmm. Vlasic is like a shutdown guy, or maybe mm-hmm. he wants to be more of a two way guy. So then you have two two ways, which you know is fine because um, then right. you know like oh if Connor wants to jump, if Murph wants to go jump up in the brush then Vlasic mm-hmm. can stay back or, Hey, Vlasic wants to, he's got the puck. He's taking it to the hoop. Connor Murphy can stay back, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I just want to go back a second and say, Isaac Phillips, I believe he's probably going to be um, same thing. He's a more of a two way guy. Maybe go out, get him mm-hmm. with Seth Jones on that first yeah. after the nine games with Korchinski on that first pairing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're just going to have to see how it shakes out. You know, some of these guys, you know, just kind of throwing them into the fire. You know, like I said, Isaac Phillips has he's been in the in the A for a couple of years, so he's not yep. really like getting thrown into the fire. Vlasic, um, you know, he's got a little bit of NHL experience, and I think that taste is what's getting him to wanting to come back and wanting to be wanting to push the envelope, get to that level, be a starter in the NHL, and I really really like that. And uh, mm-hmm. so, so I think that's that's it for the demon. Mm-hmm. And it's it, you know I, I'm I'm excited because there's you know you've always seen like lately the Hawks have always been drafting demon. You know you got Boquist, you got Yoki yep. Haru. I mean they're not here, but you know then you've got your Phillips, your Vlasic, your Del Mastro, your Allen. You know you've got all these players, Korchinski. So mm-hmm. kind of a huge backlog of D, and it's nice to see the fruits of that labor that will probably be this season. Yep, exactly. Uh, it's just going to be interesting to see the uh, pairings, right? But mm-hmm. it's exciting, man. Yeah, no, I'm, yep. I'm so stoked. 
And then lastly, we're going to go with uh, a goaltender. And we're going to be looking here at Arvid Soderblom. So he, or Soderblom, sorry. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. He is, I think he's going to be the backup for sure to Morazic. Mm -hmm. And so we know Morazic is a bit of a Band-Aid. His play last season was not that bad, surprisingly, for mm -hmm. being yeah. kind of injured all the time. But, um, you know, so I, th I think we're going to be rolling with Morazic Soderbloom. And mm -hmm. I think if Morazic goes down, you might be able to bring up like a Jackson Stauber. Or, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I've been thinking. Or, mm -hmm. um, you know, because I don't think there's really many um, backup goaltenders available. And I think the ones that are still available, mm -hmm. I think like Martin Jones is still available, which is like, mm -hmm. he's like, he's good. Like he had mm -hmm. 20, I want to say like 23 or 27 wins last season. Yeah. Last season was weird. Yeah. For, for him, yeah. it was like a resurgence. It was like, oh, well, like it was because he was yeah. on the Flyers, I want to say, and he had to back up. Yeah. He had to get put in, kind of not on like emergency basis, but like he de mm -hmm. he had to go in when he wasn't really like ready, and it everyone was like, oh my god, Martin Jones is cooked. Right. Like he cannot mm -hmm. play in this league anymore. It's unfortunate, mm -hmm. and he had, and then he went to the crack, crack in, right. Yeah. Dave Hackstall and that defensive system of like misfits mm -hmm. all in the front in front of him, I think really helped. I think the Kraken yeah. were able to set a defensive umbrella and push mm -hmm. all of those guys out in front of him so that mm -hmm. he has vision and those shots are coming in from the point and those those shots from the point are not high danger chances. They don't really go mm -hmm. in. So I think he was able to just kind of shut it down from there um, underneath that defensive system. So I think if you put him in like a good defensive system, which would not be the Chicago Blackhawks, um, mm. they're going, at least not yet. Uh, yeah, no, he, I don't think he's going to be doing that well. And I also think he's going to want too much money and too much term. And then mm -hmm. you go and you get into like JF Barube and stuff like these yeah. guys are not, I, I don't think they're, I, they might be AHLers at this point. So I don't really mm -hmm. think that uh, a goalie is in the cards, unfortunately, because I don't think uh, anyone is uh, made a uh, move quick enough. I don't think KD made a move quick enough. I think all of them got gobbled up, but right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Soderblom, he's huge. He is six. Yeah, he's six three one seventy nine. Yeah, mm -hmm. I I was when I was watching him when I was working at Fifth Third Arena and I saw him at practice. Mm -hmm. Practice, did you get him mm -hmm. on skates and you get him in that goalie gear? Yeah, he is a mammoth, mammoth yeah. dude. So I, and I know, know, right? And I know that they don't um they don't list his wingspan. I don't believe on like elite prospects no, no. or anything like that, but. Dude, he is long, man. I mean, he's like a spider out there. Yeah. Right. Uh, sort of reminds me of like Luongo. Like he was only like six two, but he had crazy length. Yeah, he had monkey arms. <laughs> it was right. He was like an orangutan. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be someone to watch. You know. Um. So twenty two, twenty three. Uh, season. Not the best stats, right? So like eighty nine percent save percentage uh two and ten but when when you look at like those 15 games i mean he he kept us in 
more than half of those games where if you had in like Mirazik or Salok, like that game would have been a blowout, you know? So, so he's relentless in that, man. I mean, he's a really good positional goalie makes the right saves or makes the saves when you have to make a save. Right. Right. But uh, he's consistent, man. And I think he's going to, I think he's going to improve this year. Definitely. Yeah. And and if I remember correctly, like, well, first of all, the Blackhawks were not like, weren't doing him any favors, getting pucks out or, you know, whatever. But I think I remember a lot of his goals being that he led up like cross creasers and stuff like things right, that like, right. you know, Vasilevsky, Sorokin, Shesterkin, you name it. He ain't making, mm-hmm. no one's making no, no. those types of saves. So I think, I think he just kind of, it was a mixture of bad luck and the fact mm-hmm. that he was just like, you know, the jump from the A to the NHL mm-hmm. on a bad team. It's, yeah, it's just not, it's mm-hmm. it's not a good it's not a good recipe. It's not a recipe for success. Mm-hmm. Even um, with Mrazek and Stalock, I believe they were both out at one point for a um, extended time, and Soderblom just became the guy, right? right. Uh, for for a few games, and hey, uh, that's that that's good for him to show that like he can hang right in in the NHL. You know, and obviously when you build the defense, the forwards, you have to build it out um, from the net. And I think we're going to see some good stuff from um, Arvid this year. And, uh, you know, it's like you look at look at Vegas. They they used five Mm -hmm. goaltenders. Aiden Hill won them the won them the cup. And is Aiden Mm -hmm. Hill a world beater? Is, is Aiden Hill no. Ilya Sorokin? No, he's not. Is he Vasilevsky? No. Shesterkin? No. He's mm-hmm. he's no one, you know? And um, not no one, obviously. He's a Stanley Cup champion yeah. in Las Vegas, Nevada. But mm-hmm. he's – I mean, Aiden Hill was someone that's just, like, getting cut every year. You know, like, oh, he's not really, like, like that starter or backup quality. Yeah. But, hey – when you're playing behind a defense like that, um, just just make the saves that you have to make, and they got the cut. Yeah, so you know, it's just I don't. I think the goaltending, uh, I don't know, meta, if you want to say, you know, I don't really mm-hmm. think it's 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 working out um, as it used to. You know, you you had your Vasilevsky who played eighty percent of the game, seventy five percent of the games, and he and he was elite in the playoffs, and he's winning you that cup. He is getting it for mm-hmm. you. Um, I just don't really see that now because now, you know, even in Florida on the opposite side for the cup, you had Bob, you had Lion, and it's like Lion gets you into the playoffs. Bob secures your spot in the rounds ahead. And it's like, yeah, of mm-hmm. course, Bob is a good goaltender back-to-back Vesnas, but, you know, Alex Lyon, 30-year-old Alex Lyon is, gets you into the playoffs. So, I don't really think mm-hmm. you need that number one elite no. goaltender anymore. I just think you need solid goaltending, and the people in front of you have to be good, good plus. Elite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And um, we're probably going to see, you know, um, Stauber for maybe a short, short stint. Yeah. 
right? Or even Camesso if they want to give him a few games. So um, we uh, we don't we don't have to get into the stats, but uh, there there are going to be some tendies that we might see this year again, right? right. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Stauber had great. He had great uh, mm-hmm. success. I think he was like yeah. in the beginning. He was like three three for three. Started yeah, out, man. which is like the first goaltender since you know it was it was a while to win yeah. their first three starts for the Chicago Blackhawks. I think mm-hmm. it probably was it was probably Belfour. Uh that mm-hmm. guy was that guy was good. Yeah, that's a different uh different caliber, right? Yeah. But uh yeah, yeah, but Stauber, uh he, he was undrafted, right? right? I think we just signed him from Providence, Providence College, um, yeah, free agent. College. Yeah. yeah. After the Frozen Four, yeah. after his performance in that tournament. Right. Yeah, and and he's proven to be uh solid at the NHL level, you know, just right out the gate but obviously uh being in rockford i think that'll help him out a lot too definitely definitely and then mm-hmm. you're you're probably going to see in the rockford ice hogs a tandem of camesso stauber and i think mm-hmm. they're going to probably want camesso to get the majority of the starts probably like a 55 45 split maybe between the two and mm-hmm. um and then so yeah morazic soderbloom for the hawks and yep. camesso Stauber for the Rockford Ice Hogs. And I think that's going to do it for this edition of the Chicago Blackhawks Hockey Central podcast. I hope everyone had a great 4th of July, stayed safe, ate some great burgers and dogs. And um, we're going to be looking forward to these, the youngins coming in to the Chicago Blackhawks. And um, I'm Joe Vitale, and this is Skokes. And we're going to sign off today. And you guys have a great rest of the day. Yep. Let's go Hawks. Let's go Hawks.